Welcome to Babe Talk! Hey! What's up, everybody? Hey, guys. So this week we have the incomparable, the inscrutable, the entirely for real, Pompo the Clown, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Yes. <laughs> we also have a, a, our typical slew of panelists. My name's Eric. We've got Alex with us. What's up? We've got Ash Bash. Hey, guys. We've got uh, the Lincoln Tunnel. What's up, you guys? And Ollie's on mute. <laughs> uh, good I to hear from you, Ollie. Nickname. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't think to do nicknames until I was, I was, I was over yet. Um, so, uh, in typical Babe Talk fashion, I'm going to start it off by asking, how's everybody's day? So, uh, we'll start with Lincoln. Lincoln, how was your day? My day was pretty great, Eric. Thank you for asking. It was uh, a <laughs> really long day full of payroll and trying to figure out scheduling and figuring out how to give all my employees more work because they're really bummed because right now print shop season is super slow and all we're doing is letterman jackets all day, every day, and it sucks. <laughs> so, but other than that, it was pretty chill. How about you, Ashley? Um... Chill again. Uh, just I was at home today, so I just kind of helped out my mom around the house and like cleaned up some stuff and answered a ton of emails and was I was generally productive and I played around with my dogs and it was it was a fun day. You helped your mom out. Yeah. yeah. Don't you? don't 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 whatever. I just I know that face. Whatever what? you say, don't say. What? I was just going to ask if she was as, as funny and awesome as you are, but I guess we'll just move on. My mom uh, is funnier and more awesome than I am. I just, I was asking, I was trying to segue into those tweets you had oh. about your mom reviewing Property of Zach submissions. Actually, we can talk about that if you want. I will allow that to happen. All right, all right we'll circle back to that. Let's see. So, Pompo, how was your day? What are you up to? Uh, well, I'm actually at Cody's right now. Um, I, I got evicted from my dumpster today, actually, and uh, that was really, really bad. I was. That sounds like a real shame. Yeah, I, I was sleeping, and it was, it was pretty cold. You know, I don't have I don't have heating in the dumpster, and like two like trash guys come up here and they just start banging on my dumpster. And I'm like, what do you guys want, trash guys? And they're like, what are you doing living in this dumpster? And I, I, I was telling them like, you know, you guys don't know that clowns live in dumpsters. And they, they, I guess they just weren't familiar with that. I guess they just haven't seen a lot of clowns in the South, you know? So, it's ignorance uh, is what it is. Pretty, pretty much. So, and, like, they told me they get the fuck out of their dumpster or they were going to call the cops. So, I actually, I walked to the library to use the Wi-Fi to pick up to, to message Cody. And uh, Cody and his friend come and pick me up. And now I'm here right at Cody's house. I'm sleeping here. I'm going to actually probably take over his room and make him live out in the garage. So, uh, pretty pretty interesting. Day. So typical day. Hammer. Yeah, I mean it happens. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, Alex, what did you do today? Uh, today I just was getting ready for like school stuff since my semester starts on Tuesday. Uh, I listened to the new Fall Out Boy album and I listened to the new Joey Badass albums. Uh, just really getting caught up on all the new music that came out yesterday that I might have missed. So uh, it was kind of a low key day for me, and you know, I'm just. Hanging out, listening to music. That's What's it. on your pillowcase there? What's on my pillowcase? Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, surfboards and like flowers and like Hawaiian flowers. 
That's cool. That's cool. You know what? I respect that. I can't argue with that at all. Um, I had a pretty typical day. Went to work, came home, caught up with a buddy who just got back from eight months in Afghanistan. Ooh. Uh, vacationing. He, he's just a weirdo. No, he was. In the, he's in the Navy. Um, but, uh, and found out my band's going to get a song on a pretty big podcast, which is Q. And then I showed up here. And apparently Ollie has uh, some kind of sickness, which makes me very sad. I thought we'd be seeing him today. But you know what? We're going to cheer up because we have Pompo. Uh, <laughs> before we jump into our topics, I do want to bring up uh, Ashley, who came up with a brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. Uh, I, why don't you tell us about it? Um, all right. Well, I like my mom is the sweetest person alive. And just I live in Connecticut. She's the very typical, like, Connecticut mom. Not in, like, a prissy way. Not in, like you know, a New England waspy kind of way, just like a mom, and she's the best. She's kind of mom who sends care packages, like, to me, but also, like, to my best friends at school. Like, my friend, my best friend goes to Penn State, and we're already planning, like, care packages to send out to people, and, like, just, just so you can have a gist of what my mom is like. And she's, has, wants nothing to do with, like, my music or anything like that. Like, really supportive, love her to pieces, but... Just, just not her thing. So, but she wants to like know what I'm doing and like wants to be supportive and all that stuff. And she knows I run uh, the showcase feature at POZ. So I was like, Mom, do you want to do you want to go over submissions with me? Like this is kind of just like what I do. And so <laughs> I didn't plan on it, but we're listening to bands and it's I had to like pre-screen and bands can put in in the showcase form the three or four artists that they have a comparable sound to. So anyone who sounded like, you know, Every Time I Die or Attila or anything like that, I was like, we're going to pass over you for right now. But I, I just live tweeted her reactions and they were really, really funny. And um, I got, I woke up to a message. One, and, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, do you have one or two that you could share with us that were pretty good examples? I read a bunch. They were great. She said, "Hang on, let me let me go back." Um, well, the one thing, the one thing I she's not like complained about, but one thing that is a big trend in the submissions is everyone. Okay, not everyone, but like eighty percent of the bands will list at least one of the following as an influence, like State Champs, Neck Deep, Story So Far, Blink One Eighty Two. You know, like that. The Defend Pop Punk, like Pop Punk. You know what I mean? Um, and so we had listened to a band whose influences were State Champs, Neck Deep, and the story so far. And my mom, who like doesn't listen to this music, she's like, I've heard this before, like a lot. Can we skip something else? Can we just change something else? I'm like, so now you understand. Um, we had a psychedelic rock band whose influences were like Led Zeppelin and the Beatles. And she's like, if I was stoned, this would this would be so much better. Um, some emo band came on, and it was kind of like the vocals were very like soft and kind of like twinkly emo. And my mom's like, "This boy like sounds like his voice hasn't developed." And then the chorus, he like screams really hard, and her face was like, "What just happened?" And it was just really funny. She's like, "What? What is this? What would you call this? This genre?" And I was like, "Of a different band." And I was like, "Post hardcore? I don't know." Um, she's like like parkour, so like like they're jumping off buildings and stuff and running around. And the one thing she said that I thought was really valid, she's like, okay, anyone who submits their music, they need to listen to their vocals with 
no no instrumental tracks, no backing tracks, like nothing. Like just listen to the vocals because everyone who I listened to was off pitch. And I'm like, thanks, Mom. And uh, yeah, I woke up to a message from our POZ staff chat, and one of them was like, we should make this a feature. And I'm like, cool, my mom does my job better than I do. <laughs> so that's what happens when my mom went punk. Nice. All right, excellent. So <laughs> the next thing that uh, is on the list of things to talk about, uh, and I'll just read it verbatim, is fucking riffraff. <laughs> oh, man, riffraff. That so guy. no, so it's more it, more at large uh, about bands that you wouldn't expect to happen on Warp Tour are now on Warp Tour. So what does everybody think about the latest round of spoilers? Well, I'm excited about Have Mercy being on Warp Tour. That's really cool. They Rip deserve it. Yeah, they do deserve it. I'm really stoked for Brian and the guys. Like, that's a big step for them. I'm totally stoked. Riff Raff. I did not expect that at all. I was waiting for some rapper. I didn't know what rapper. I was expecting something a little bit more mainstream. And for them to drop Riff earlier, I was like on Twitter, work scrolling through my feed. I was like, oh, latest round of Warped Tour includes rapper Riff Raff. And I was like, what? Just like full on jaw drop. I don't know. His music appeals to a large amount of people. And it's, I can see why it's happening, but it was just, it's weird. I don't know. What do you guys think? I feel like Riff Raff is the kind of person that is the kind of artist that kids in our like general scene know of and enjoy the music of, but wouldn't necessarily go buy a ticket to go see just Riff Raff. You know what I mean? So I think putting on a on Warped like kids kids are gonna go watch. I'm not worried about him not having a crowd in front of the stage. I think he's gonna have one of probably one of the biggest crowds of Warped Tour, honestly, because people are just like. Riff raff, riff raff, you know, and it's just one of those one of those rappers that people, I think, a lot of pop punk kids enjoy. A lot of probably, me I'm guessing, a lot of metalcore kids even enjoy them. You know, I don't know much about that, but right, like I think that with uh, riff raff, it's that anybody can really like enjoy him. So it's not just like you know, it, it's like you know, you'll have people who listen to you know like the metalcore and people who listen to pop punk and people who listen to you know all the more, like, hip-hop acts that are on the bill, all of them will go and see Riff Raff, so. And the the other bands that are actually on, aside from, uh, aside from Have Mercy and Riff Raff are Our Last Night, Slaves, and The Dirty Nil, so. It's five bands that were announced today. I think everyone besides Riff Raff was, like, not that they were expected or that it's boring, but, like, that, like, fits the Warp Tour bill, but I think... I think Riff Raff is definitely the mo like out of all the Warped Tour announcements so far, and possibly the rest of unless the lineup's gonna get even more crazy. That's definitely the like the most hyped about artist, at least just based on like Twitter and Facebook and stuff. But because it's kind of like an oddball artist, I want to say like not that like we've all just named genres and like little like niches where of kids who might go see him, but. I don't know, like Katy Perry was on Warped in 2008 and people thought that was really weird, although it was a really smart move on her part, but mm -hmm. people thought... So this was right when I Kissed a Girl kind of mm -hmm. started to blow up that summer, I think. Yep. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was 2008. She was on, I'm pretty sure she's on the whole tour, too. Yeah. She was on the it. whole entire tour, and they used to uh, put her frequently right after August Burns Red. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, 
Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Warped Tour has kind of had like a history of putting on like a random act. Like I know back in like the '90s they had Eminem play, mm-hmm. and then before they had Black Eyed Peas play, and that's all. That's what I kind of like about Warped Tour. And Kevin's like really adamant about like making sure it's you know varied, and there's kind of not like a shock factor. That's not like the word I'm trying to think of, but kind of something unexpected that an artist that you might not have listened to in general and someone that if you walk past the stage, you'd be like, I don't know anything about this, but I'll watch from a distance, and just, it's part of your, like, Warped right. Tour experience, so. Modest Yahoo was on Warped Tour a while ago. Hmm. That's right, I remember that, yeah. And I think the common thread through a lot of those groups you all named, except for Eminem, granted that was 97, I want to say, they, uh, or maybe 99. They Were you all there? Did- no, I did not start going until 2002. Thank you very much. Um, but uh, they all have the, the, the thread in common is they all play with live bands. And when I saw that Riff Raff was announced, that brought me back to a couple of years ago when um, uh, Machine Gun Kelly was on Warp Tour. And I at first was like, I mean, I've seen plenty of hip hop acts at Warp Tour, but never on like a main stage unless they were insanely famous. And so with Machine Gun Kelly, when I watched some of the videos uh, of his performance, he had a live band. They did all these like half covers, half originals, where he'd do like a couple verses with his live band, and they were all rock versions. And then they'd go into like a, a classic rock song or an '80s hair metal song or a pop punk song, um, and he would just like rap the the hook of whatever the the rock song was over top. So, uh, do you guys think that Riff Raff may play with a live band? Because those that his beats are definitely not catered to a live band sound, but do you think he'll kind of warp his sound a little bit to fit uh, a rock audience like a lot of these other bands have done in the past? Mm. I'm also the wrong person to ask because I literally never listened to a Riff Raff song before. I did today. I like went and posted. I was like, I've never listened to Riff Raff. Someone just tell me a song to listen to so I have some sort of knowledge. Where should I start? Just listen to Attila and pretend that there were like experimental rap beats instead of instead of metal. Actually, <laughs> if you want a good example of a rip rap song, go listen to Jose Canseco. It's pretty decent. Hits pretty hard beat wise. That was the song that blew up my buddy's subwoofers in his car. <laughs> but the hard part of Jose Canseco kicked in and there went his subs and he was That might have been user error. True, 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 true. It probably was, but that's how he remembers it. Is the riff raff killed his speakers? But <laughs> that's it's a funnier good. story to tell. Yeah. Exactly. Instead of I pushed too hard and my wiring might have been incorrect. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. That's kind of funny though. I don't think he'll have a backing band though. Like I think that he's just like he'll put on an entertaining performance just because of like his persona. Like I think that with Machine Gun Kelly, it was like yeah, he's a rapper, but it was sort of more about like 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 I don't want to say that Riff Raff is sort of more like about it's more of a his, personality. Like, yeah, exactly. It's beyond just the music, it's the whole Yeah, thing. so I think that, you know, that's what will be more entertaining to people as opposed to, like, Machine Gun Kelly, where there are people who, you know, are just like, oh, Machine Gun Kelly, I like his music. When you think of Riff Raff, you know, you think of his vines, his tweets, everything that you know. He's a novelty. Yeah, basically. So, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, I, I, I think that, 
he'll he'll do good even without the the backing band. I think he'll get a good draw. Hey Pompo, would you be on Warp Tour if they asked? Absolutely. I'm actually uh, we're actually thinking of following it for a little bit this year. Um, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of bands do that, and it's always been it's always been kind of mixed about following it, you know. But I, I would totally do Warp Tour. I think it'd be a great opportunity and. Uh, what cooler thing to do than hang out with some awesome bands and play music every day during the summer with a bunch of your friends, you know? Yeah. Punk rock summer camp. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> now, Pompo, actually... if you had the option, would you, uh, would you guys want to be the backing band for Riff Raff if they put out, like, a tweet and they're like, yo, I need a backing band for Warp Tour. Submit here. And it's like, you can submit a track. Clowns preferred. Yo, I think that'd be... <laughs> I think... I think that would be so fucking cool because we could have the community college rejects behind them, and I could be like Riff Raff's hype man. Oh, oh that'd be sweet. Would you get what would you know? How, like he has Riff Raff has like the ridiculous chains, and he has one that's like like Bart Simpson and like the icy cup. You could have stopped it ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> Eric, what calm would you down. what would you wear, Pompo? What would your uh, what would your blade be? My question. <laughs> I, I guess like I don't know, maybe like. Uh, I definitely have the the chain, and maybe like a maybe like a bottle of Fago, like a gold, <laughs> a gold bottle of Fago. How does it feel? So now you are a clown, correct? Yeah, of I course do have that clown. right in my notes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I did my research before I came here. Okay. And uh, so do you now? I I also understand you are not affiliated with the um, the uh, Juggalo st- side of the yes, clown. Yes, you're correct. So, but you also enjoy Fago. Well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like in clown's blood to enjoy Fago. That's got to like, be tough for you. Yeah, I know, because, like, everyone thinks I'm a freaking, like, a, a juggalo. Or, like, a, a people that aren't, like, in, like, the DP spin to them all the time. I'm not a juggalo, okay? I don't know. <laughs> can, can I, just real quick, can I get a whoop whoop? I, I, I don't do that. I don't, I don't do that. That's some juggalo bullshit, man. <laughs> He's not down with that juggalo life. He's not down with the clown. <laughs> no, see, that's I, rough. How I see, do you even? Yeah, I see peaceful. I mean, they're cool, but like juggalos, man. I don't know, dude. They're like fake clowns. Yeah, you don't want no fake clowns. You want the real what, thing. What's the mark of like a genuine clown? What's I like mean, the defining criteria of that? Well, like it's in our blood. See, because with juggalos, they put their they put face paint on. I, I was born like this. Like, see, like, like this is just, it's clown, you know? I'm, I'm clown. It's okay. Your lipstick game's really strong. I wish my lips Thank were you. that dark naturally. Thank you. I'll give you some tips afterwards. Oh, my God. I'm so fucking excited. That should be a whole, like, uh, like a whole YouTube channel, just like Pompo's beauty tips. Yeah. We can start <laughs> a collaborative YouTube channel where we give that, makeup tips. That's totally cool with me. All right, cool. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, uh, so Pompo, um, so we're gonna start by asking you uh, some things about your some things about your band. Then we're gonna go deeper and see, you know, who's behind the I guess disfigured skin. You said you were born that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, excellent. Uh, who? Oh, who's that? Real quick. This is uh, Barry. Is, uh, don't drop new, him. I don't uh, want you to bust your head no, no. on this podcast. No, look, I, I got some nice. <laughs> I, uh, I I named after my favorite person, Barry Manilow. Oh, nice. Okay. 
<laughs> do you what kind? Do you ever drink like, um, ah, uh, never mind. No, I was gonna go so into Barry Manilow melon puns, and then I realized it would just be better to ask, how did you find the community college rejects? And what community college were they rejected from? They were, they were rejected from all of them because they can't get into any of them. Um, but they but, could afford to apply to all of them. That's a lot of money. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, like in our area, anyway, they were all, like, rejected. Oh. Um, how did I find them? I guess just, like, through the music scene. You know, I, I, I used to have a backing band called The Technicalities, and uh, they, they kind of went off and did their own thing, and they didn't want to do it, like, a lot. But I got the community college rejects put together. I was like, hey, guys, you guys want to start a band? And it's like, hey, and they were like, cool, yeah, we'll do, we will be in your band, Pompo, and we'll do crazy shit. So, that's nice. And where do you all practice? Well, uh, right now we're pra we practice at uh, our drummer Jimmy's house. He has a shed at his house that we practice in. It's pretty cool. It's it. It was located kind of near the dumpster, so I I used to be able to walk there, but now I can't anymore. I guess I have to hitch a ride with the party. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. I uh, I relate to that. I also practice in a shed. So, Shed Brothers forever. Hell yeah. Is it, a, is it a nice shed? Can you tell me about that shed? It's, it's, <laughs> you, you want to move in? It's, yeah. Um, it's it's our name? drummer's, it's our, it's our drummer's house, and uh, it's a workshop that his dad uses that uh, we clear a bunch of stuff out and, and practice. Um, it's great. You get to get a lot of mosquito bites. That's fantastic. Um, I saw a black, black, a black, a black widow in there. Uh, and a lot of peeing outdoors. It's good, 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 just fresh air. How's your shed? I mean, this shed's this shed's pretty cool. It's uh, it's actually a music room shed, and uh, there's a bunch of equipment in there. There's uh, trying to think. Yeah, that's pretty much it. There's a computer. It's cool. We practice there. It's high tech. High tech. All right, Lincoln. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so Pompo, really big fan of your new EP. Thank awesome you. Work. Thank it. you very and, much. Yeah, and as a graphic artist, I always overanalyze album artwork. It's just one of those things I do. And I've been really digging the album cover for Lame Mistakes. I really like the kind of depiction of you as, like, Greek royalty in the toga with the grapes being fed into your mouth and everything. <laughs> I did a lot. It's really cool. And I was kind of curious, where did, where did you get the inspiration for that? For the album cover? Yeah. I mean, you know, just kind of something I thought of. You know, like, it, it's actually uh, uh, kind of like clown gods. They're not Greek gods, just so you know. You know. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, just kind of thought, you know, being a couch, I like I like to eat grapes and stuff, so thought it was kind of interesting. Nice, <laughs> solid man. Thank you. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so uh, Pompo, so what shows do you have that are coming up? If you know people want to check you out. Oh shit. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> we're we're playing a local show. I think February twenty eighth. It's gonna it's here in Myrtle Beach. Uh, we're playing some local bands that are really cool, really good friends, and then we're we're doing a tour in March that we haven't really announced yet. I'm still booking a little bit, but we're playing in Richmond, we're playing uh, Philadelphia, we're gonna be playing Fred Frederick, Maryland, and then we're gonna hopefully be doing Brooklyn, New York, and then Providence, Rhode Island, up to Pittsburgh and Poughkeepsie and different different places. So kind of kind of all up and down the East Coast. Right. Named every surrounding state like around me besides Connecticut. And I was like waiting. We're may, maybe we're, we actually need two New England dates. Someone's working on a Connecticut date for us, which would be really cool. So 
That's we'll cool. Yeah. I want a selfie with Pompo the Clown. Absolutely. <laughs> I want a selfie with Ashley Nicole. Yay. Well, speaking of beautiful clown faces, have you ever met another clown or someone else who is a similar vein of, like, not... Uh, do you know not what I mean? Another clown? Like, an another, another clown? Yeah, I've ever met like a not like anyone else who has like I don't want to say persona because this is who you are, mm -hmm. and I'm not like insinuating this is like a mask that you wear. But have you ever met someone not who literally, has... especially <laughs> not literally Definitely either? Not a literal <laughs> layer of of I guess another clown, you know, Stompo. Uh, he was my he was my cousin and my my partner and and Stompo and Pompo in the community college rejects. But you know he's. He's he was my go-to guy, you know, and he's the only other clown I really knew. And now now I I, I don't really see him anymore. He kind of you know disappeared after the clown off, and uh, I, I'm pretty much the only clown I've seen recently, you know. The clown off. Wasn't he declowned in that clown off? Uh, clown? Yeah. Well, here here's what happened. We were playing. It was the show with On My Honor, The Sheds and Smalls here in Myrtle Beach, and uh, Stompo, uh He he came in. He's like, we decided the loser. Of the clown off is going to be the clown, and we are the crowd will choose who would be the, who would be the clown forever, and who wouldn't. And so we get in there and we play our set, and then Stompo comes up. He brings uh, brings up his band and he does slam poetry, and then he he starts doing the slam poetry, and then all of a sudden he says, "I quit, I quit," and he quits. He quits being the clown. He just he just leaves, and everyone boos him off stage, and he's all he's all upset and. That's pretty much it. He's not—he's not really a clown anymore, you know. That's sad. So yeah. Do you think? Do you think how how can we stop this clown on clown violence? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I guess there's so few of you left. I—I I mean, it, I guess it's just there's, there's only a room for one clown in one town, you know, at a time. That's uh, anything that rhymes is true, so I'm gonna have to believe you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. And but yeah, I mean. We're, you just, I don't know. We can, we can be friends, you just gotta live in separate towns, that's all. Okay, okay. Now, are there any uh, lady clowns that are maybe a pump up? Oh, that was gonna be my up? next question. <laughs> nope, there's no lady clowns. But I do just have you and Barry? Yeah. Wait, I have to, I have to, this isn't about lady clowns at all. I have to interject. My friend Tyler Keeling really wants to say, Pompo, that he loves you and you should come out to the West Coast and he, like, just really wants to see you live. Oh, well, thank you, thank you. I, I, I think we're going to try and definitely hit the West Coast by the end of the year. Okay. Definitely see some uh, Cali action. Sorry for the interruption. It was an, an urgent Snapchat I had to yeah. attend to, so carry on. Well, that's all right. The only thing that kind of slowed the podcast down was when you explained it. <laughs> Just trying to be fucking polite, Eric. Just trying to be fucking polite. Uh, no swearing on this. So, Pompo, what the fuck are you guys doing? No. Uh, so, so what makes your live show, other than clown-offs, which is fantastic, what makes your live show uh, so... I hear these wonderful, wonderful things about uh, how crazy your live shows are. Can you give us just a taste, a taste of it, just a taste? Well, like, what, like, well, we play, we play our show, you know. We, I guess, I, I get kind of. I think last show, I'll give you an example. Uh, I, we, we convinced Quinn, our bassist, 
um, that if you put blue toothpaste on your nipples, it gets you high. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys if you guys saw that 4chan post. We, we've had them convinced for the past month that it gets you freaking high as hell. And so I came in and like I came with the blue toothpaste and the the, the guys they stripped down to their underwear and uh, and then they just started rubbing blue toothpaste on their nipples and Quinn was like, oh no, I'm gonna get high. I don't want to get high. And uh, and uh, he didn't want to put it on, but we like we put it on him, and we were like you're gonna put that you're gonna put that blue toothpaste on your nipples, Quinn, and uh, and he didn't get high. He was really upset. And then you know we, we do other stuff, you know like um I'm trying to think we we put glue on Quinn. We did this for the first time, and then we like had our new guitarist Nick and Cody stand over him with a razor and like shave their pubes onto him and glued their glued their pubes onto their face. Uh, we we just try and switch it up. I try and. I try and think of me. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> Good job right there. So matter of fact, explaining the shaving pubes and super gluing them on him. And then you're like, you just shrug it off. You know, you got to change it up. You got you to yeah, try mean, to do different I mean, things. You just try your best to be unique somehow. Do whatever <laughs> you think Riff Raff would be proud of. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. I, I wouldn't like, want to put on like. GG Bozo the Clown. It's, what we, it's like, she, whatever. Whatever portmanteau of Gigi Allen and clowns you want to do, Jesus. Quinn, Quinn's mad at me that I told the blue toothpaste. That's not fucking true, alright? <laughs> <laughs> he just swore at you. Was that a hate crime? No. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, he's mad about the blue toothpaste part, so. Um, <laughs> But no, like I, I don't know. Like I, I just, I, I like trying to switch things up. Like every show, because I, I don't want to go to a show and like see the same thing twice. You know, like obviously if we're on tour, I don't mind doing different, the same stunts like every other night. Or but it's still switching up. But like if we're playing our local shows, like I want to give people something new to see. Like every single time they come, and I just kind of think of what's the most fucked up thing I can get away with, and like kind of and not be like overly gross, I guess. Sounds pretty solid, man. So Thank I was you. curious. When I was listening to your EP, I was trying to figure out what it reminded me of. It's a little bit different than anything I've ever heard, but I was oh, still trying you. to connect it to familiarity. And I was drawing a lot of lag wagon and drawing a lot of no effects influence from it. And I was just curious, and like, what was your guys' inspiration? What did you guys listen to when you were writing that EP? I, I guess, I guess when we were writing, well, we we do all have come from a lot of different backgrounds. Quinn listens to a lot of like. Uh, folk punk and like indie emo stuff. Cody's into like everything from like he really likes Attila and like a lot of stuff like that and punk rock too. And uh, but like I guess I, I really I do like No Effects of course. You know I like I like all that fat epitaph punk rock stuff. Um, I guess I was I was listening to a lot of Mass Intruder. Um, I'm, I'm I've been really into them lately. Um, and that's that was probably one of my main influences on it. And then uh, another band called uh, Tree Fort out of Atlanta, Georgia. I don't know if you guys ever heard of them. They're oh, yeah. very, very wild, and we take a lot of inspiration off them, and I like a lot of their songs, a lot of comedic and adding, like, that old school, like, that pop-punk sound, and that's what I was going for. Nice. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, so do you ever find it difficult, uh, like, filling out your, like, sets since you have, like, you know, only a couple songs that are actually, like, recorded? Well, well I mean, like... Not really, because I, I I like playing short sets. I've never really liked uh, playing like more than 
25 or 30 minutes, just get get on there and get your stuff done. Um, but no, not really. We have other songs that we just haven't recorded yet. Because we rec- actually recorded that EP back in August. So we've been kind of waiting for it to be released. And uh, yeah, we, we have like we have a good bit of those songs. We, we do a cover here and there. So. Well, because right. well, I'm not obviously continuing on the thread of like a live performance or even just like the EP that you have out now. What's something you want like um, not cleared up, but maybe a misconception that people have about music that's made by a clown? Do people like think it's weird or whatever? Or like how? What's something that people have completely wrong about clowns, especially pop punk clowns, that you want to clear the air about? Well, I mean, I, I guess I think when people think clowns, I guess. They think that it's automatically like ICP related. I, I guess just trying to convince, show people that it's not all really weird. I mean, I guess it is kind of weird, but <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if if I may switch over to the the more deep question, so to speak. What made you like go in towards clown territory? Like, what was like? What was like the inspiration, and why did you think I want to paint my face and want to be Pompo the Clown? What was like? Because I I'm genuinely curious, but I'm sure our viewers are really curious, kind of like as like, I mean, like, I, I I got really I started the whole idea of playing in a band with Pompo like five years ago, and I kind of I kind of I put it off, and I I didn't really do anything with it for two years, and like I I just didn't play music, and uh, I a couple years ago I kind of. With the technicalities, my old backing band, there was a battle of the bands actually in town. And I was like, I really, I really don't like battle of the bands because they put bands up against each other. Yep. And I, I think we should like be working together. And the winner of the thing got, uh, they actually won like two hundred fifty dollars. And if you whoever brought the most people won. So I kind of just like I thought, you know, what if I like start a band and do all this crazy shit? And what if we actually won this? And kind of just said, uh, these battle of the bands are fucking stupid. And, <laughs> and won, like, and we, we went in, and we, and we won, and, like, it, I was like, you know, what if this could actually be, maybe this could be kind of cool, this could be something, and then I kind of put it on the back burner again for, like, a year until the Community College Rejects, all those guys that came up to me, and they, they kind of, like, said, let's, let's, do, let's do this, and let's give it a shot. Cool. Interesting. So it's kind of like a big fuck you to band competition, yeah, I guess I guess so. Just pretty much that, and just me me being bored, and be, me being bored with the current state of music, and uh, that's 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 it. Yeah. You were the change you wanted to see. <laughs> pretty much, you know. I, that's another thing. Like people people like always try and like move away from their hometown and like try and go to the place because it doesn't have enough art. I mean, you can you can make your own art and you can you can put it in your town and do what you want to do, and maybe be an influence on somebody else. So. Cool. Well, I was personally curious about that. I just remember seeing you in like Defend Pop Punk, and I was like, "Huh, there's a clown in here. Can't say I've ever, ever really interacted with a pop punk clown before." Yeah, yeah. And I think I think the clown bonics kind of kind of throws people off too a little bit. They're like, "Who's this fucking idiot speaking on here? Come in, you can't fucking spell." And then every now and then you get like a new person. Right? Can't, you can't spell, and they like point it out. I'm like, you're an idiot, dude. Like, just <laughs> man, yeah, come on, learn, learn, learn the clown culture, man. <laughs> All different cultures. We're very diverse in defend pop punk. 
I think so, you know? All right. Nice. Does anybody else have any more uh, questions for Mr. Pompo? <laughs> I do, actually. Oh, so, well. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that uh, the switching off between clownbonics and English, it's that it feels like you switch to English when it's like more like a serious thing, but otherwise you type in clownbonics. Was that intentional that you sort of made it that uh, when you had something, you know, like really important to say, you would write it in English, then people would just be like, oh, you know, he's not messing around as composed to like, you know. Well, I, I guess, I guess maybe not, maybe, maybe that in a sense, but like, just so people would, I, yeah, I guess so, because people, people would more take you seriously when you, when you speak, when you type in English, and um, like, whenever, whenever I, I've had a few things where I, where I broke, where I broke clownbonics, and I'm, when it, when I find it, when I find that it's uh, people that aren't familiar with me, and maybe I want to work with them, and they don't, they don't see past that, you know, so. Right. Yeah, this is a while ago, Pompo, but uh, the first time you and I had a conversation over Facebook, I tried so hard to get you to break it, so hard, because I was like, I wonder, I wonder what, it was like early on, and so I was like, I wonder if I'll actually break it, and you kept trying to type the same specifically poorly spelled sentence with all sorts of craziness, and I kept going like, what? <laughs> and you kept typing it over and over again, and I was just like, oh, shit, but um, so I wanted to ask about, like you just said, people couldn't necessarily see past the clown bonics and you didn't necessarily work with them. So you did that happen often, similar to situation with you and I, that most people were just kind of like, oh, this is a fake thing. This isn't somebody real because he's staying in character. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I never, people usually get it on the first try, but sometimes it's, it'll be, there'll be like a weird word that'll, uh, that just people just won't get. And like, sometimes I'll, I'll try and fix, I'll try and switch it around just different spellings so the people that regular English readers can read, and yeah. That's nice of you. Yeah, thank you. Do you have any clownbonics words in particular that you just love using? Oh, um, let me think real quick. Let me type this out. Um, give me a word to type out, and I'll type it out. I'm trying to think what words. Um, I like uh. Watermelon. What? Okay, let me do this real quick. Okay, I, I spell it W A T U R M E L U N. There's a startling lack of Z's in there, but you know what? I respect it. <laughs> well, I don't know what, where you're gonna put the Z in watermelon. You gotta put it where it's uh. Maybe like, the silent Z. <laughs> how about like? Z is silent. So like uh. Silent Z. <laughs> Hold on, let me, let me do this. Like that? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Waters melons. That's yeah. definitely the name for it. <laughs> that's that's going to be the new clombonics uh, word for watermelon. That's nice. I'd buy fruit from you. Right. No, that's awesome. All right. So uh, do you uh, have any – I know you said you recorded the EP that you put out kind of a little while ago. Do you have any new music in the works? Yeah, uh, actually, Cody and I were uh, working on some songs, and Quinn, too. We're actually going to work on some more after this. Um, we, we actually have, like, eight songs we're kind of working on right now, and I wanna, we're going to, like, probably get 14 or 15 together, go record them, hopefully by summertime, and get it out by the fall, get a full length out there, and that's what, that's what we hope for. 
and I, I've been digging some of the stuff we've been writing, Cody and Quinn. Like, I'm, I'm not really a musician. So, and, and Nick and all, and Jimmy, they all, uh, they all kind of really get what I'm trying to do, and uh, they put it well into music. So, interesting. Awesome. So, I personally work with a lot of local bands in my area. I book a lot of small indie bands and punk bands in my local scene in the Inland Empire of California, and they all have a lot of thoughts of when's the right time to start touring? Is it right to start touring like two weeks before you have an album drop? Is it time to start touring when you have more than 20 people show up to your show locally? What do you think is the right time for a band to start touring, Pompo? Like, what inspired you to go out and start talking to booking agents and promoters and trying to get a lineup going for, like, a couple days, two weeks? Like, what, what, what was your push to do that? I think when you, when you think that the art you make and the music you make is, is worth sharing with people, and I, th I think that's what's most important. It doesn't matter how many people are coming to your local shows. It doesn't matter how many records you sold. It doesn't matter how many blogs have, have uh, premiered your EP or whatever it is. You know, I just wh Whenever you think what you're doing is worthwhile and interesting, I think that's when you should go out and tour and start showing people your art if you really believe in it. That's like the best answer to that question I've heard in so long. That is the best answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really so many people answer. are like really data driven about it and I'm like the same kind of way where I'm like, oh, like once you have like, you reach into these ranges, like I'm very like spreadsheet oriented, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm very like data driven and that was just like, like the best answer. Pompo, you look like you keep a lot of spreadsheets. Is that right? <laughs> I mean, I try, I try, I try to like do some. Pompo, I can keep your spreadsheets stuff. for you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> hey, can you spell spreadsheets for us? Yeah, hold on. Let me. <laughs> Z pred Z heat Z. Excellent. All right, so Alex. I think you had a question about some of the specific songs. Yes, I do, actually. Sure, what's uh, up? <laughs> so I was wondering about some of the background of some of the songs because they are very specific songs. <laughs> and uh, I was just wondering about, you know, some of the messages of kind of some of okay. them, you know? Like, like especially uh, the Chick-fil-A song and Ashley. Like, those two songs in particular... What? Oh, which two songs? Which two songs again? The Chick Fil A song and Ashley. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, well, uh, actually, the the anti-gay Chick Fil A song. Uh, actually, during the whole the whole protest, I remember seeing some guy on Facebook, and he was going on about everyone should go to uh, go to Chick Fil A to support anti-gay rights. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, um. What, what, and then, like he would put like everyone go to the Chick Fil A buy a chicken sandwich and get get that support those anti gay rights right so I'm like what are you talking about man that's sucked up so like we just kind of like wrote a song about it and then, <laughs> that was kind of funny just kind of just yeah, like, yeah, I mean just kind just kind of like making fun of like people like that that don't want to like support like basic human rights <laughs> just kind of like showcasing their <laughs> their 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 worst ideas, so that's all. Well, they do want to support rights. They just want to support anti-gay rights, so. <laughs> I, I, I guess. 
episode. Is that even technically a right? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Anytime you're, I, I, you're supporting someone else not having a civil right, that doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. That's not... Yeah, it, it, it didn't make any sense to me, so I was like... Hey, these are the type of people who think that going to Chick-fil-A counts as, like, you know, a big political statement. <laughs> activism! Chick-fil-A I mean, sandwich activism, guys! I mean, the chicken sandwich is pretty damn good, but if you, I, I try and keep my politics and food separate, you know. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had Chick Fil A. Is that like a regional thing, or am I just like? I mean, I, I know they have them up in Boston, but and I know they're they're all over the South. It's like a big thing to go to Chick Fil A, like in in South Carolina. Like, oh, we're we're gonna go eat lunch at Chick Fil A, and this its lines are wrapped around the buildings. I don't know if any of you guys are on the South, actually. Well, that's because that's because it's Sunday and people down there are dumb. <laughs> For those of you who don't have Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A is not open on Sundays. <laughs> Lines just wrapped around. The oh, floor. okay. That see, <laughs> I needed that information. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, can you tell us the uh, story behind the song, Ashley? Sure. I mean, uh, as you guys know, Ashley Cadwallader is uh, a friend of mine. For the most part, sometimes she's an enemy. Um, she, I just, you know, she just kind of started dating a girl, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then it's kind of the song's just about, you know, how she likes girls, not clowns. Oh, feeling friend zone, Pompo. Yeah, <laughs> the friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> what if I'm sorry, someone wouldn't let you in their three ring circus. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so do clowns also count as a sexuality too? Like, I mean, hmm, that, that's an interesting question. We should ask Simona about that and see what she thinks. <laughs> she usually tells she she's usually the person I go to when I have to ask a question about that or sexuality or racism or something. So, <laughs> <laughs> the two, the two. <laughs> uh. yeah, that that, right, that sounds gotta... about right. You got a couple other songs on on this piece. Um, how about uh, tell us about uh, the meaning behind Cuban vegan straight edge ukulele girl? Well, <laughs> well, actually, that that song was mainly written by Quinn. Um, he, he he had like a, I think he had a thing for Simona, but no one really knows. <laughs> and but, but I don't I don't know. He he just thought she was really cool, and we he like wrote the song about her, and I was like, okay, that's cool. And I had the, really cool. Simona's awesome. Simona was like probably one of my favorite people. And shout out Simona if you're watching. Hello, and uh, I, I I added a little bit. Like I think I added the part about modern baseball and dads and and about fest. I think that I think that's all I really put. So your band has bad had. luck with picking ladies they have crushes on. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ashley. Did you have a question? I I, th I looked like I started to cut you off. Um. No. No. I was just gonna say. Um. That was the first like. Pompo and Community College Rejects song I heard was uh, uh, Straight Edge Ukulele Girl, and it's it was really catchy. I like couldn't stop singing it for like a week. I just it was like really cute and like but, like in a very punk way, which sounds like a really terrible description, but that's just like that's how I feel about that song. <laughs> oh, thank you. You know, it's I that song. You know, good song. Thank you. Thank you. Very good song, and I think. Uh, when that song dropped, it kind of made a lot of people in the Defend Pop Punk community <laughs> take you a lot more seriously. Uh, a lot of people kind of look past like, oh, 
he he's actually he actually does have a band like the band page doesn't exist just to exist there's actual <laughs> music now people started taking you and the guys a little little bit more seriously what was how did you feel when that happened I, I think that, that was pretty cool because I guess if I saw like some guy speaking in like clown bonics and just and clown painting and you, you would think it's like a fake profile and you would, and if they had a band you think it would probably just be like some like really ridiculous no like not really good music or just really bad in general and uh, I, I I'm I, I'm happy with our songs and I, I guess you know I, I was I was pretty happy when that happened you know What's like the ultimate goal of, or like not, or maybe the ultimate goal, but what's, what would be the ultimate dream to happen with Pompo and Community College Rejects? Like, what's like the point where you think, like, shit, like we made it? Mm, I, I guess I, I don't really think I'm gonna know that until like it actually happens. Yeah. <laughs> fair um, enough. Fair enough. I guess like goals, you know, maybe playing with some of our favorite bands or something, just like even just one show, you know. Mm. Touring a lot, and that, that'd be cool. <laughs> All right, so we've got uh, a number of questions that we've been uh, gathering to oh, ask cool. Pompo from our lovely viewers. Cool. Uh, so the first question we have from Pecan Ty. <laughs> we have Pecan Sandy. Well, when can we expect an autobiography written in Clown Bonics? Ooh, and he spelled Clown um, Bonics in Clown Bonics. That, that, he did a, he that did a pretty good job at that. Um, but uh, I guess we we that's actually something I was thinking about writing a uh, an autobiography. Um, I guess I I might start doing that in the next maybe next few weeks or even a month or so. Um, I know actually we've been talking about even more doing a comic book series about uh, the life of the life of me. I guess someone someone came up to me that I was like okay that's cool I'm down for pretty much anything. But autobiography maybe eventually maybe by the end of the year that'd be cool. I wouldn't mind doing that's that. A great idea. That's at, like. Dead serious. That's a really good idea, and you should definitely do that. Yeah, that was yeah. really cool. I, 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 I always thought that was kind of, like, I don't know, just some band. I, like, what the, didn't Coheed and Cambria, didn't they do, like, a comic book series? I thought that was kind of cool. Of, a lot of bands have done that. Yeah, and I, just, I always thought that was real interesting, and I, I think we could do it with the, with the community college rejects. All right, a picture of Taylor Swift named Ryan asked, <laughs> when do we get a Pompo and Ashley collab? Ooh. Uh, actually, we were we were gonna be doing uh, when she came down. We were thinking about doing uh, "Heart Shaped Guitar" by Mass Intruder, just like to cover it. But I, to actually do a song, I would love to do that. Um, I know she's busy getting stuff done with her with her new band, but maybe after she's done recording that, and y you never know. I, I wouldn't mind. I might send her some ideas. Actually, that's a that's a good idea. I like that. Thank you, Ryan uh, Taylor Swift. Ryan. <laughs> and we also have Tyler Keeling. Uh, 96 <laughs> uh, wants to know well he didn't even uh, he says Pompo I love you do you love me of course I love everyone thank you <laughs> okay okay well that doesn't make him feel special but I, well, I bet yeah. he at least appreciates it well I, I appreciate him loving me I, I appreciate anyone who takes the time to tell me that they love me because I love them Pompo's got to spread the love Eliz Speaking of spreading, Elizabeth wants to know, Pompo, is that face paint or mayonnaise? Um, it's my skin. Well, hear that, Elizabeth? That was very offensive, and, uh, and we're all hurt by it, personally. All right, let's... <laughs> Can you stick your tongue out again while you're on camera? 
There you go. That's terrifying. <laughs> no, that will haunt my dreams. Uh, Ollie wants to know, uh, can I borrow some NyQuil? And do you have any new merch coming soon? Yeah, I'll send you up some NyQuil, Ollie. And actually, we're, uh, I just got some designs back. And so, yeah, yeah we're going to be having some merch uh, coming in pretty soon. We're going to print them. And we also have uh, Austin with Good Enough Records, the label that we're on. He printed our um, the design that Glenn made, Glenn Ramirez, um, the Descendants kind of rip off one. That that should be in Friday, so we're probably going to be selling those too. So. Ooh, that sounds fun. I would wear that. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I think Ollie tried to type fuck yeah, but it came out F-U-C-L-Y-E. <laughs> You think he's trying to type in clown bombics? Eventually. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh my god. Um, so I'm looking at I'm I'm trying to see if we have I just went to, to DPP. I don't see any questions on there. I have people asking where to post questions, but uh I think those questions already got posted. Um <laughs> I think Ollie just told me to eat his dick. <laughs> I get told to eat a dick so much on this podcast. It's un it's unreal. All right, so Pompo, uh, we uh, would love to have you uh, intro a song for us. Okay. Just do oh, and gonna... do a song if you okay. If yeah, yeah. so we'll int intro a song and then we'll play a song. Yeah. Okay. What's what? I'm trying to think. What song do you guys want to hear? It's it's really your choice. Whatever you think the uh, the public is craving. Uh, let me ask Cody and Quinn, what, what song should we play, guys? Cuban, vegan, straight edge, you clearly go. You think we should, well, I was thinking about playing that song with uh, Quinn That's and fine. I can okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Play, play, um, play, play God Made You a Bitch. A bitch. Bitch. We don't like saying the word bitch. Oh, sorry. So, which do you want us to stream one first? Or do you want to play? Yeah. One oh, the, yeah. If you want, if you want to, you can stream. God made you a bitch. If you want. So. You hear that? Hear that, Ollie? I think Ollie's uh in in command center. I want to thank Ollie for producing and directing mm -hmm. this podcast and helping us all out a lot. Uh, while Ollie's he's like the ghost writer of the podcast. Yeah. Which most podcasts have somebody doing that already, but he's like the super Superman host anyway. So it's like. It's, it's very impressive that he's doing this from what I assume is his sick bed. Oh, poor Ollie. Okay, so he's going to get it set up. Can you intro the song for us? Yeah, well, this, this song's called God Made You a Bitch. A bitch. And it's about, like, uh, just a lot of metal bands in the scene just being really uh, sexist and um, just kind of my, my way of getting back at them. Bands that are just, like, really just douchey, just in general. So that's... You say you don't say words. the word bitch. It's like you put it in quotes because you don't say the word bitch. I'm just. Well, no, I, just, I, I don't. I, I don't know. I just kind of like. I, I don't. I don't really say it. You know. I just. It's a lot of just uh, sexism in in the local scene, especially the metal scene, uh, a few years ago, and that's what kind of. Oh, yeah. so. <laughs> in clown years, how old are you? I can't answer that question. Even in clown years. What's the unit of clown years? What's like the ratio compared to like a normal human year? Three point two, the one year. Well, now he can't tell us the age because then we'd figure it out. Thanks I know. See, I can't tell you guys. <laughs> you know what? If I couldn't get an answer to that question, Eric, I wanted an answer to another question. All right, so here comes the song. Um, 
And we're going to mute all of our microphones. Staff? <laughs> Got it. Yo, that was awesome. That was awesome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. All right. All right. So you guys ready, so you guys for, ready uh, for, uh, for a live one? A live one? Yeah, uh, we're setting yeah, up. Uh, we're setting up real quick. All right. So uh, again, panel everyone. Panel everyone. But mute your uh, your computers. Uh, Hold on. Settings. Set it. Just wanted to set it in the studio. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, hold on. You guys almost ready? Almost ready. Okay. You're gonna do full band, right? Cool. Yes, yes. Sweet. We didn't we didn't practice this, so let's, let's hopefully this goes all right. <laughs> So just the lead, yeah, turn that down. Or what? whatever the distorted one is, yeah, turn that down. Is that good? Does it sound alright? Uh, you might want them to go down a little bit more so we can hear your voice, yeah. Just, just a hair, just a switch. Okay, first bait talk, uh, Is that good? Sound good? Yeah, sing loud. Do you want us to do an acoustic? Hold on. It's loud. That good? Maybe you do whatever you want. It's good? How does it it's, sound? It's good, just Pompo sing loud. Okay. Pompo sing loud. Okay, got it. I have the headphones now. Really? You've been peeking straight at ukulele, girl. I see you online all the time. The first time we talked, I said that you were hot. That's how you get girls, right? You've been peeking straight at ukulele, girl. Why do you live so far away? Cause I want you next to me, why don't you see that we have so much in common? We're both Cuban, we're both vegan, we're both straight edge, we're both clowns, we both write music about our exes, we're both perfection, we're both down, Cuban, vegan, straight edge, ukulele girl, tell me how Gainesville is I'll see you in August I'll play shows more often We'll go to best holding hands We'll see modern baseball, modern baseball. Maybe dad too Because you like them you like them. But I don't We'll go to the Flockos Maybe burritos. burritos And talk about relevant emo bands Cuban vegan straight edge ukulele girl You should visit me in Myrtle Beach You can fly all you want but you can't strike Because you live in a city that's kinda neat Cuban vegan straight edge ukulele girl Florida kinda blows It's too big, it's too hot and Disney World sucks You're the only good part of it You're the only good part of it 
You're the only good part of it. You're the only good part of it. Oh. I cut the distortion off. Wonderful. That's a little awesome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Cody and Quincy, thank Cody you. And Quincy, thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's the first time the echo was good for us with that guitar. All right. All right. Well, Pompo, well, thank you so thank much, you so much for being on. For being on. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, all right, well, uh, all right, well uh, I'm going to uh, sign, off sign off for all of us for, for, all babe, of us talk. for babe Talk. The echo came the back. Echo I think it's because Pompo stopped using his headphones. headphones, but I think that's okay. No, okay. I'm, I'm still using them. Well, anyway, anyway, I'm Eric. I'm Eric for Alex. For Alex. For Lincoln. For Lincoln. I'll let you say your own name, Ashley. Your own name, Ashley. For Ashley. For Ashley. For Ashley. And for Pompo. For Big Talk. For Big Talk. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Yeah.